Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning. It's us, Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. I'm Donna Valentine. That's Steve Patterson. I don't know what he's laughing at. Oh, man. Just laughing. Oh, right? yeah, it's good for you. What do we know about Tom Cruise? How do you say his name backwards? Oh, thank you. Hang on. Tom Hanks is Mott Skana. Mm-hmm. So this will be Mott Isirk. <laughs> Mott Isirk. Okay, thank you. That was uh, nice. Listen, so, well, you can have your own thoughts about Tom Cruise and his uh, personal choices and what he subscribes to, etc. I know a lot of people have a lot of opinions. I will say. He's very enjoyable on camera. And I would argue, in some ways, it almost seems like he's getting better with age. I saw the movie Night and Day. I've talked about this before. It's him and Cameron Diaz. Didn't do big business at the box office. It is such an enjoyable movie. It is so, like, you don't really have to think through it, but it's got a smart enough through line that you're you're interested to see where things go. Say the name of it again. He's very funny in it. Night and Day. And day, I, K-N-I-G-H-T, I night and day. Oh, okay. I, I got to tell you, I can't remember the last time I saw a Tom Cruise movie. I would tell you, watch that movie. Okay. Before you watch any Mission Impossible ones, which have gotten, it's funny, Mission Impossible 7 is what they're currently trying to figure out when they can fully start shooting it again. The hmm. Mission Impossible movies, the last couple have gotten really good scores on Rotten Tomatoes. Hmm. Like people are loving them. Uh, there was another movie he was in, not, uh, oh goodness, he was alone on a planet with one other person. Oh, darn it all to heck. I forget what it's called. That was a good movie too. Night and Day, though, you'd like. It's a good, like, romantic comedy Never action movie. Never even heard of it. I know. It's kind of a sleeper hit of his. He and Cameron Diaz, it was very well written, very funny, and and just some cool action scenes. is is great. I loved it. Okay. Anyway. All right. Tom Cruise, he's trying to go to Norway, back to Norway, to shoot Miss Mission Impossible 7. He just loves the backdrop of it. He is trying to make sure that they can actually get back there and shoot more Mission Impossible stuff in Norway. So what was kind of cool was he actually called by phone Norway's culture minister, Abid Raja, about filming in the country. Now, I, the video is too convoluted because, you know, it's one of those videos where you hear a little bit of audio and then they're like boom 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 as they're putting text up on screen yeah and all of the text is in norwegian mm-hmm. whatever they do they speak norwegian i suppose so um so there's a lot of that but he called the uh the culture minister and the culture minister at one point in english says wait wait who's this again and he's like it's tom cruise and it's just tom cruise talking to him on the phone the culture minister oh, can't believe fun. it and he's like, we love Norway. I just love it so much. I can't wait to get back there. I speak on behalf of me and our entire crew. We would love to bring Mission Impossible production back to Norway. Huh. Oh. That's it's kind of fun. Neat. Tom Cruise just, like, just seems like a really great guy. He, he does seem nice. controversial statement. But well, yeah, because he's got the whole, 
yeah. Scientology weird thing, like he's yeah. reincarnated or something. Oh, he's that stuff is weird. But as far as like his well, personality well, and how he conducts himself, he and, seems kind. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What I've heard about Tom Cruise because I came back with these stories about Tom Cruise, and then uh, people were like, "Oh, that's because that's the Scientology way." No, I don't know much about Scientology, um, but I said when I now. When I interviewed him in, um, it was crazy. We did this trip to Austria and Spain where they flew some of the press out. Wow. You do like three days in Austria, two days in Spain, and you do a series of interviews with Cameron Diaz and Tom oh Cruise. Oh, gosh. Hey, and from Steve, the, do you yeah. want me to get that for you? Sorry, did I drop it? Sorry. Oh. I did not mean, I usually carry my names a little tighter. Oh, the Norwegian minister. That's what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Up for <laughs> That's right. Not Tom Cruise. Yeah. Uh, Raja Abid. Anyway, uh, I go into this room and there's Tom Cruise and Cameron Diaz sitting next to each other. And I'm just chatting with them before they start rolling on the interview. And I said, are you guys enjoying it here? And they said, yeah, but what about you? And I said, well, it's great. My This was 10 years ago because I said, I brought my wife because we're expecting our first child. So this is our big last hurrah before a baby comes in. And when Tom Cruise heard that we that my wife was there and we were pregnant and, and expecting a child, he was like, where is she? And then he found her in the room. And then now... Lou, what? just never, very unassuming in all things, Tom Cruise locks eyes with her and says, when are you due? Do you know if it's a boy or a girl yet? Oh my God, you're going to love this. And suddenly she's red-faced and just like, oh my gosh, Tom Cruise is talking to me about my baby. <laughs> oh my so God. we go through that oh my interview. Oh God, so cool. And he was really great. And then the next day, this goes back to this Tom Cruise thing being so nice. You do this wild thing. I've never done anything like this. Usually you go to a hotel room, you interview a celebrity and you're out four minutes later. This time we're in this beautiful square, this public square in Sevilla, Spain, and you hop into a car, a BMW with Cameron Diaz. She then, there's an interview, there are cameras above you, in the car, everywhere. She does, you interview her quickly, and then she does a stunt uh, move with you. She takes off in this BMW, you're in the passenger seat, Cameron Diaz is driving you around, and then she does this e-brake, pulls up the huge emergency brake, and then just a 180 stop, like it's Fast and the Furious. And then- This is all true. I'm not believing you. And I then, do. to make it even crazier, I believe anything. Go Tom on. Tom Cruise <laughs> then comes. They're just rolling on this whole thing. Tom Cruise <laughs> opens the door for you, gets you out of the car that you just had a little stunt ride with Cameron Diaz, and he gets you out of the car. And then you do an interview. They're still rolling, and you just start talking to Tom again. You've already talked to him the day before. Now you're in Spain. You're talking to him again. They're really trying to wow you. They are trying to wow you. And then you do an interview with him. We're, we start talking about kids again. He just makes you feel like you're the only person alive on the planet when you speak with him. Oh. And then he gets on a motorcycle. You get in a BMW with a stunt driver. And then Tom Cruise leads you on a fake chase, like a movie chase. So he's going through this... This public square in Spain, no. hair blown in the wind, wearing his Ray-Bans, looking like a movie star. And you're in a car doing all these crazy drifting moves behind him. And you can't believe that any of it's happening. Then he he gets you out of the car again. You close up, do another couple questions, and then the interview is done. How many times did he have to do this? How many long. people? All day long. Probably 40 members of the press that went on this trip. <sighs> One after another, consummate professional. You would think that you were the only member of the press that traveled. Because he just locked and loaded, didn't mail anything in. And I love it. Again, all this stuff, you might have an opinion that it's just like the Scientology way. I'll just say this. I really appreciate when a celebrity 
understands that doing press and doing it well is a part of their job, not like a necessary evil, Mm -hmm. but it's a part of what they do. So people like him, people like The Rock, people like George Clooney, they make you feel like you're it. You're you're the guy. You're the guy I'm talking to right now. So maybe that's why I like Night and Day, because it was a junket for that movie. So I am a little emotionally married. But no, I've talked to other people who are like, oh, have you seen this? And I'm like, yes, isn't it great? It's great. Watch Night and Day. All right. And still it affects you because you had that experience that other people will never be able to have. Well, and on top of that, the movie shot in Austria, quite a bit of it shot in Austria. And so some of the little hallway or the, the little alleyways that we would walk through. Uh, my wife and I just enjoying Austria are where they shot the movie. So it feels oh, very like, personal. you know, nostalgic. Oh, that's that sweet. Way. Thank you for sharing that with us. Oh, do you have any of that footage by any chance or is it not tr- owned by you anymore? Yeah, it was. It's owned by Reels. Okay. Um, and they, they switched formats. And so they took a lot of it down. But I have a little bit of it that I should be able to find. Oh, Maybe well, even if it's owned by it. Reels, it's the same company, right? No, but Reels took it all down. They changed formats from uh, yeah. celebrity interviews oh, to celebrity crime. Yeah. So I've tried oh. to find some things oh, before. Gosh. Like, okay. But I think I can find some of it. Okay, cool. Celebrity crime. Yeah. Oh, did, Donna, you would love reels. Crime now? Wait, all celebrity, celebrity crime. crime? All it's all celebrity crime, oh, celebrity scandal. Watching reels. They changed it. They're not doing the red carpet thing anymore. It's like OJ, this thing that went wrong with this band behind the missing Natalie Wood. I mean, they do all this stuff. Oh, Natalie Morales now hosts a lot of their shows. Uh, Steve, one time you gave me a reels chapstick. I think. Like a, wow. I still have it. Well, listen. Who doesn't love swag, right? Yeah, listen. A chapstick. I want you to have this. We're right at the top. Mm, That's great. When we come back, we'll get nerdy. We'll get nerdy together. Um, I have some some heartening and some very disheartening news about hand washing. Oh, no. And what's happening or maybe what's not happening since the pandemic started. Okay. We'll dig into it. When we return, it's the Don and Steve Show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Hello. They called Thank me. you for listening. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. I just can't figure Billie Eilish out. I know. So. It's such a weird song. It's cool because it does sound like she's underwater and she's talking yeah. about being underwater. It puts me sort of in a trance. Yeah. I mean, just her, her she just, everything's so different. What is happening, Steve? Uh, an accidental hint almost just played for you for the segment coming oh, up next. Oh, no! All right, let's, all right, let's forget that for right now. It, it never happened. Happen. Uh-uh, this is going to happen. Studies have shown that... Studies medic- have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. Hi, everyone. Hey, I'm Steve. buddy. You're my little baby buddy. I'm your boo-boo bear. <laughs> we'll be friends until the end of this show. <laughs> we'll start Uh-oh. it up again tomorrow at 9. <laughs> I have disheartening news. Okay. There's a study that was done regarding how, how much people are washing their hands right about now. Okay. And I think a lot of it's good. Some of it, Some of it's not great. Okay. One thing in particular, there was a new survey... Uh, they found that we are, in fact, washing our hands more than we used to. 78% of us responded saying we are washing more than we used to. That's about four out of five. That's pretty darn good for, for America. We now wash our hands for an average of 19 seconds, which is up from 13 okay. before the outbreak. 
That's just uh, one second shy of what the CDC suggests, so that's still pretty good. Before the pandemic, 45% of us would sometimes cough into our hands and not wash, and 30% said the same about sneezing, but we're almost twice as likely now to wash our hands Mm. after we cough or sneeze now, which is really good. We're also more likely to wash them after we use our phone or computer. All of these are good things so far. Here's where it goes down a little bit. 45% of people have avoided places like stores and restaurants in the last few months, specifically because they don't want to use a public bathroom. Why? Uh, Because 12% of people, even in the pandemic, 12% mm -mm. of people admitted that they still sometimes skip washing their hands, even if they're in a public restroom. That's almost one in eight people. I'm the opposite. Uh, now I wash my hands more at home. You know, like, whereas before, maybe I wouldn't wash my hands after peeing. Yes. As long as I wasn't doing anything like cooking or anything. You know what I mean? Like, Okay. <laughs> I have a theory about washing and peeing that I'm, I'm kind of with you. Okay. Now, it's a little more dicey for you, Donna. For you? No, for you. You. You are a wiper. I should hope so. Yes. You got to wipe after you go. I don't have to wipe after I go. And if I am wearing loose waistbanded trousers, <laughs> I can. I don't want the details. Dungarees. No. Okay, Mom, there's a no touch, no contact situation. Is that what we're saying? So I'm you're saying, saying that, okay, you, you can, can just. Literally I can not touch anything. Correct. I can wow. pull it down just from the waistband. You got to go down. Flaploom. It's got to be down. <laughs> And then you can pee right into the toilet, and then you can come back up, and the only thing I would have touched at that point would be my waistband. This is only at home, but there are those circumstances where that could be the case. I would argue, though, Donna, that you're more, and respectfully, of a dirtball in this situation because you have to get closer to the scene of the crime, and there's toilet paper involved. Right, but the toilet paper is the barrier. Understood, but, you know, a thin, a thin barrier. I don't Not know what really. ply you're dealing with. No, I, you know, two you're ply, a, but then you kind of double, you double, triple, yeah. Double, triple, roll. And then you just dab, you know? <laughs> <laughs> this is getting very personal. We've heard about Donna's butt today. Now we're talking about Steve. <sighs> but I will tell you that 95% of the time I am washing my hands. Okay, well that's... Especially in a public... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Please. That's positive, I think. Yeah, I think we're all washing our hands more. I think that's why we're not seeing a lot of people with even a common cold. Right now. You've seen that way less. You're so right. Right? Do you hear anybody, with, you know, sneezing and coughing Not or anything? really. No. Wow. Right? And, well, I was going to say, and not a lot of people um, have called out sick. Right. You know? Is that because we're being cleaner? Yes. That's, that's my mm, deduction, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> 
don't know. Don't you think? I guess. Yeah. What was the last time you saw someone with a cold? Are you telling me that we eradicated the cold? (laughs) Maybe. I mean, I think we're doing better. Way better. I've noticed that also. I'm like, wow, people just aren't getting sick. Right. That's something. We're being super productive Mm -hmm. because we don't have that many distractions. (laughs) You know what, Dawn? You know. This is good. There's a lot more teamwork. There's a lot more teamwork I'm noticing from people. You know, everybody's pitching in. Yeah. You know, I will tell you. Um... On the, the Twin Cities live team, we, we work more as a pod. Radio's a little more isolated, right? I mean, like, we yes. each have our show. Don has mm-hmm. most of the shows, but most of us just have, like, parts <laughs> of the show. Uh, and but, but on the TCL side, we have been a more harmonious group these last four and a half months than we had been the previous couple of years. And I think that something kind of happened. Now, now you could be cynical and say that's because we're not all near each other as much. And I'm sure a little bit of space always does folks a little bit of good. But there was like something that happened with our mindset where we were just like, all right, we got to we all got to buckle together here. And everything else that may have felt a little frustrating or whatever in the world of where you work, you suddenly became very grateful to have any work Mm -hmm. and you just thought this is uncharted territory and we need to just pull together and you know one team one dream to borrow the phrase but you really had to kind of buy into that and so i i get it people are teaming up together we're yes we're changing our mindset changing our health yes exactly i'm even answering the phone when people call so exciting you do that I know. I don't like it, but then I'm trying to appreciate my family more and go, oh, God, I don't want to talk to you right now, but I will. Yeah. All right. You want to play? We're going to play Throwback Thursday music trivia. After the break, we quiz Donna. Will her undefeated streak continue? Find out as we play next. Okay. Let's do it. Let's rewind, shall we? Shall we? Donna and Steve present Throwback Thursday. We need to go back in time. We got to go old school. Any questions about the old days? Why, yes, there are. It's time for Steve Patterson to quiz longtime radio disc jockey Donna Valentine on Old School Tunes. Well, this just sounds like a blast to me. Steve, watch a throwback, now, Donna. What, Steve? What I do you texted want? you during the break and asked you to stretch deeply for this. Did you? Oh, stretch deeply. No, but I need to. Thank you for the suggestion. I'll do it next time. That's the one workout th- that I always skip past. You know, any workout routine you do at home, they're like, and don't forget, day five is just a stretching and mobility day. And I'm like, yeah, I'll pass, but I oh. bet it would do me such good. As an older person, I highly recommend starting to do that now. Now, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or you'll become a wooden person like Pinocchio, like me. <laughs> I do feel like a wooden person. <laughs> me <now>. too. <laughs> oh, God. Funny. What does Jennifer Garner say? The best thing you can do for your skin in your 40s is to moisturize in your 30s? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's so Same true. Same thing, stretch in your 30s. All righty. Donna, if you're ready, we are going to start in the Wayback Machine. Dateline, 19... 19- 66. Okay. Frank Sinatra, old blue eyes, went to number one on the U.S. album chart with this song. This song would be the most successful of his career, being certified platinum for one million copies sold in these United States. The title track of the LP that he put out 
would earn him two Grammy Awards for Record of the Year in Best Male Vocal Performance. Also a fun time to realize that at one point, Frank Sinatra attended the Grammys. Name the song. Okay, I gotta think this out a little bit. My, the first thing I want to say, which may be not that old, I wanna say New York, New York. But then something's telling me it might be strangers in the night. So you're down to two. Yeah, I'm trying to think of some other Frank Sinatra songs, like That Lady is a Tramp. Yeah. Oh, I just recently downloaded and have been listening to Ad Nauseam, That's Life, featured in The Joker. I've been a puppet, a popper, a pirate, a poet. Did you like that movie, by the way? I think I did, yes. The longer I spend away from it, though, it was it was a well-done movie. I'm not like, ooh, I want to watch The Joker again. No, no, you're. I get it. I feel the same way. I'm going to... Was that New York, New York? It's up to you. Rabbit. I feel like it's been redone. Like Liza Minnelli, I think, did it. I'm gonna say New York, New York. Now wait York. a second. Okay. Hang on. <laughs> okay. Are you are you you're not locking that in though, is your final no, answer? No, no, no. Because you were down to two no. and you were leaning toward the other one. Yes, yeah, strangers in the night. Final? Final. final. Way to go. Donna. Oh my god. You I, got it. That's amazing. You got it right. <laughs> You know, it's interesting. 66, it was it was not like 1940s Frank Sinatra or 50s, but he, a little bit later, a little bit later, relatively speaking, for uh-huh. his career, that he has his, has his most successful song of his career. Boy, his voice. I go back and forth where I'm like, I like Frank the most, I like Dean the most, I like yeah. Tony Bennett the most, but every when I've been listening to That's Life... Huh, He's just so good. He's like a storyteller. He would go in and record this just like a, we're going to do a live recording. So many of the albums were live. It wasn't oh, okay. Gosh, this was your yeah, best first verse. This yes, was your best no, third. That didn't start probably until the 80s, I would bet. Let's he, stay in the 60s, shall we? Like Dateline. Mm mm. How about Perry Como? Love Perry Como. Hank Snow. Don't know Hank Snow. Uh-oh. 1969. Look it up. Okay, 69. So, the aforementioned in today's show, Rolling Stones, were at number one on the charts with this song. It was the group's eighth and final number one in the UK. The song written by Mick Jagger and Keith Richards while on holiday in Brazil. Oh. Name the song. It was their eighth and final Number one on the charts in their homeland of the okay. UK. Okay. 69. Okay, Brazil. I wonder if that's where he met his wife. Mm. Bianca. Doesn't that sound kind of like a Brazilian? I don't want to comment. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> all right, fine. Um, I have a couple of songs that are coming to mind. One is... I've got that one, and I got Brown Sugar. Do you have any others? Um, let me Let's see. say Brazil is a bad, it's like, Brazil is like a red herring. This is not a good clue for you. It's making you think things that won't resolve in this answer. Okay. Um, now, Donna. Yes, Steve. Think about your mm-hmm. upbringing. Yep, I 
Okay. Radio. Okay. Horses? No, not directly. No, it does, no. Not, okay. I'll it has to do with ladies. You should do Mick Jagger for Halloween. You could do that. <laughs> okay, so it has to do with ladies. Uh, yes, so women particularly. Okay, so, oh gosh, I can't think of a song with women in it. Hot. Huh. How would I stereotype your previous 20 years in radio? Hanging out at the old... Hoedown. Close, I like where you're heading. Huh. 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 Uh-huh. You get okay. You're driving in a car. You get mad at somebody. What do you do? Oh, honky tonk women or honky tonk woman? Is that your final? The first one? I is think this is my final answer. Honky tonk woman. Women, nice. Women, great. <laughs> you did it. Unbelievable. How's that I've never one go? heard of this song. No, you heard it. I don't know. Oh, it's a great song. Oh yeah, I've heard it. Oh yeah. Jesus. Oh yeah, I didn't know this oh, was called honky tonk women. Did I? I don't know what I thought it was called. What? It's right in the It's hook. right in the hook. It's right in the hook. Oh, boy. She's a hunky tonk woman. Okay. Gosh, what a great band. I really don't appreciate them much today. I've come to appreciate the Rolling Stones mm. more. They're so good. Let's start downloading. Okay. All right, I gotta go. Dateline. Stay right there, Donna. Okay. 1983. My birth year. This feels like this could be a rehash. You know, my source for all this, there are only so many dates, only so many specific things that happen around these dates. But hmm. if it is, that that could be a hint in and of itself. Okay, I got this. Oops, oh, sorry. Hey, how's it going? What's, what's going on there? I don't know. I was juggling the... unintentionally. <laughs> unintentional juggling. A jar of mayonnaise in there. It sounds like a highlighter. All right, 1983. Okay. The police kicked off the North American leg of their tour. It was a 107-date world tour. They kicked it off at Comiskey Park, Chicago, Illinois. 60652. The police went to number one on the U.S. album charts with this song, which they named their tour after. This song spent a total of 17 weeks at numero uno. Name the song. Uh, is it? It's a song, and in is it an and, album? And the name of the tour. The Synchronicity Tour. Final. Yes, Nice job. Yeah. Oh man. Well, this is a lot in this song. It is. Yeah. You gotta be a deep thinker to appreciate this song. Yeah. I want them. Hey man, pretty good, huh? It's great. I want something to go slower. No, in I mean song. me. Oh yeah, you're doing. No, it sounds like that. four songs playing at the same time. Yeah. It totally does. <laughs> I actually questioned whether or not it had another song playing in the background, mm. but it's I didn't. Oh yeah. Oh, now good. we go to Dateline oh. 2001. Okay. Oh no, this is not going to end well for me. It's the year before I graduated high school. Okay, we're happy for you. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> at the time, at the time, 59-year-old Paul McCartney, who had lost his first wife, Linda, sadly, to cancer three years prior, he became engaged to a 33-year-old woman. Yeah, she had one leg, right? Okay, she was an activist for the disabled. 
Okay. It was the first marriage for her, a former swimwear model whose left leg was in fact amputated below the knee after she was run down by a police motorcyclist in 1993. Damn. The pair would split in 06, f uh, formally divorce in 08 with a settlement that cost millions. Oh, oh so bad. Name his second wife. Okay, so she was on Dancing with the Stars. Yes. Her name starts with an H, right? I like where your head's at, lady. You know your alphabet. Is it Heather McCartney? Heather? You don't hear Heather very much anymore. Not a lot of Heathers, yeah. I like that name. Heather? Heather McCartney. I don't know what her Well, I'm going to need a maiden name. Heather Mills? Final? Wow. Unbelievable. Did I do you it? Did it? You did, did it. I do it? You did it. That's right. I did. Oh, my gosh. Mills. You really... I knew Heather, but I didn't know Mills. I don't know where I, got, where I pulled that from. I really don't. It's it funny just... how your brain works, right? Yes. And it's, it's like... almost like... Imagine... It's like... It's like some bits of information are the people that you didn't expect to win uh, at the Oscars, let's say. Right. And so they're on the second level. And so that little <laughs> bit of information is trying to make its way up or like the Golden Globes. They're maneuvering through tables. Excuse me. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm coming. To, yeah. Yeah. That was that thought for you. Just right. Yeah. Ask me what I ate yesterday. I can't tell you, but I if could I pull Heather Mills. If I don't know something immediately, I start to panic. <laughs> I only in quizzes that are oh, timed and so I'm just like alert alert you're dumb you're dumb you're dumb <laughs> and then it's like I shut down everything that's how I am with the college of pop culture knowledge Me because too. I can't I can't you can't it's the panic the panic of the time you're yes. panicking just talking about <laughs> yes. it yes like you're giving me as much time as I need, and I know I'll come up with it eventually. It's yeah. the same for me. Yeah, isn't that crazy? How some people are wired. What game at home does that mean is good for you? I know you have to go, but what you know? There's millionaire. Million. Oh, sure. Yes. Family Feud's good. I'm not bad with uh, Wheel of Fortune. I love. Oh, that's Wheel. good. I'm terrible at that game. Oh my gosh, I just love it. You do. Are love you part of the Wheel, Wheel Club, whatever it's called? Yes. Uh, I'm a wheel watcher. I, am. I remember the yeah. My mom, though, has my number taped to the back of her TV remote. The wheel watcher's number. Oh, so that if it comes up as the winner, then she's That's ready for 20 years. That's my thing I'll hear today. <laughs> That's adorable. Oh, my oh gosh. Oh, my gosh. She's That's like, so I signed funny. you up for this. Oh, I'll I let love you know this. if you win, and she checks it every time. Oh, oh, she's so cute. Dear Lord, that's good for my that's heart great. to hear. Mine too. Oh, <sighs> All right, let's go. All right, see you yeah. guys. Right, oh, no, 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 no. Let's do one we more better segment. Stay. All right, we'll do one more segment. When we come back, um, you're going to tell us how we can do what with our Lego loving friends? You've heard of Rick Rolling. <laughs> I'm going to tell you and show you how you can brick roll a Lego loving friend in your life. Huh. It's really creative. I'll, I'll show it to you. We'll listen along too when we return. It's Don and Steve on my talk. If you want to see something that's just going to make your whole day, may I suggest going to Casey Musgrave's Instagram page? Oh. She had this little fawn that just kept coming back to her house and visiting and she took some video of it Aww. and finally mama came back and, and got the baby but it is just precious the eyelashes on this little baby deer Aww. so cute welcome back by the way i've it's... been trying to attract deer uh why um i just i just feel like it'd be cool if we have deer that kind of roam through our 
like the, the prairie or whatever that is behind where our yard ends. Uh-huh. And I just thought it was cool. And I was like, oh, that's really that's fun. Look at that. There's a deer. And so Careful I went, what you wish for. And I, I know. I got a salt lick, like a mineral salt lick, which attracts wildlife. Mm-hmm. So I thought it'd be fun to just you know sit out on the porch and see that. Not a, I haven't seen a deer since I bought the salt lick. Now, I don't even know if my neighbors would appreciate me getting a salt lick because then they might be like, hey, dude, the deer is eating our flowers or Correct. whatever. But there, we have seen, there have been a couple nights when the deer goes right through this like little meadow sort of thing. And then like right next to the park where the kids are playing, it's really like, whoa, this is awesome. So then I thought maybe I'll, I'll attract some more. Not a single one. Hmm. Unrelated, before I tell you about this video, can you swallow toothpaste? Why aren't we swallowing toothpaste? Um, Because you're also swallowing all the schmutz you're cleaning from your teeth. Okay. Oh, good. That's good. good. Okay. All right. You're welcome. Did you look at the baby deer? Let me look at it right now. You got to look at this thing. It is beautiful. It's just, and Casey Musgraves wrote, still not over this and never will be. It made this year hurt a little less oh for just gosh. a few. Oh, Steve's oh going to have deer God. envy. Don't. Oh, man. Kept visiting me. Such a beautiful memory. The oh. last pick is mama coming back to get her baby. I watched the reunion from the window. Oh, my gosh. The spots like Bambi. Oh, what a beautiful deer. Oh, that's something. Wow. That is a beautiful, <gasps> and she's feet, she's letting it like lick her hand. It's just, oh my God. Oh, that deer just started living too. That thing with its little legs out there, long legs like well, and Bambi. And it's curled up. I mean, it's lucky it didn't become, you know, prey. Wow, Donna. You're <laughs> well, right. Well, what? It's just a little baby. Licking, I had a deer lick my hand once for like seven minutes straight. I told this story, and then I had an allergic reaction. What? Oh. Fully on. We were doing a live shot at like a sporting expo, and there was a guy who brought these championship buck, like crazy, this huge antlered buck. I mean, it was like a 38-point buck. You'd never find it in the wild, only in this gaming reserve. And we thought, oh, but when I do the live shot, like, hey, Bill, Leah, hi, I'm here. The We should have the deer up as close as possible. <laughs> so the, the deer started up. licking my hand, and I was like, oh, I need to keep this going through the commercial break. Continues to lick my hand, lick my hand, lick my hand. Otherwise, he goes to the back of the cage. And I do the shot. As we're driving back to the station, I was like, boy, my hands feel like a little weird. Oh. I get back to the station, and the guy at the assignment desk says, Steve, are you okay? And I said, yes, why? And he said, you need to go look at yourself in the mirror. You have <laughs> hives all over your neck. I had hives everywhere. On I'm allergic. Neck. I could be licked to death you're, by a deer. You're allergic to deer licks. To deer licks. And the only Not other time... Licks. Not deer licks. <laughs> deer licks. And I think deer dander or deer fur, because the only other time that I touched a deer at a petting zoo, there was a deer in a petting zoo, Pittsburgh Zoo, hmm. and um, my yeah. eyes swelled shut. Yeah, you're oh trying. You're tra- Why is it that you're trying to attract these animals to your Why yard? Yeah, a salt lick outside. <laughs> right. Death Maybe wish. I should get rid of it. I think right. you should. Plus, they also poop. And then you have, like, this berry poop stuff to pick up. It's just not pleasant. Uh, if you watch alone, you call that deer scat. It's scat, yeah. Did you guys see the scat that I found at my cabin? Remember? I thought yeah. it was, um, God, I don't know what it was, but. Oh, oh, now I have a message here from Bobby Jensen. Let's see. All right, what's Bobby um, saying? Bobby knows about, oh, so you're going to tell me about deer and plants and stuff? Hmm. 
Anything you can read on he air? He said, uh, phones have no send. That's why they curl up and stay still, because the predators cannot find them. Thought you'd like to know. Thank you, Bobby. Oh. Phones? He meant deers, and he's Uh-oh. he's old. I he's don't know Bobby, but <laughs> Bobby's such a nice I've never met Bobby. Bobby always seems like such a nice, oh, jovial guy. Is he that way? He's the best. Have I met Bobby? You have not met Bobby. Why can't what? I meet Bobby? Uh, you can. Who the hell you can Bobby? meet Bobby. <laughs> Bobby. Bobby Jensen. He's a TV he's on, personality. Uh, oh, I'm so sorry. Care. I apologize. I'm not <laughs> okay. from this White area beard. originally. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Bobby, he's... love you, Bobby. We love Bobby, you, Bobby. Bobby. Say hi to Phyllis. Bobby. Or Phil, as he calls her. He calls oh. me Don. Hey, Don. <laughs> he's from Jersey, too. Oh, boy. And he's, You uh... guys get each other. Oh, Speaking totally. of derelicts. What rude. All right, tell us about brick rolling. All right, so if you have a friend who loves Legos, you can send them a link to this and say, hey, just found this really great new Lego set. You have to get it. It's awesome. It's a brick roll. Get it? Lego bricks, Donna. I get it. And a guy did a side-by-side animation of the video, the original Rick Roll, Rick Astley video, Never Gonna Give You Up, side-by-side with his own Lego creations. It's a YouTube user dummy 13 look at the link in there donna okay it is a killer side by side frame for frame remake it's so cool he did such a great job with this and then of course you get this joy so you brick roll it brick roll your lego oh my gosh it's amazing this is so cute how do you send it to them without them knowing what it is though it's kind of hard to do in an iphone you know what i mean because they'll see the title Side-by-side comparison, never going to give you up, but it's Lego. You know, this is a fair (laughs) point. It's very fun. They need to rename the video, right? Yeah, and if there's like an image that pops up too. Mm -hmm. You know, you can make those tiny. You know how you can take a link and you can make it a tiny bit, like tiny URL? Mm. That's what you'd have to do. So you'd have have to really be interested in Go to bit.ly.com and you can do it for free. Oh, bit.ly. Okay. Is amazing. Isn't that great? That it's is really so impressive. amazing. I link this up for everybody at mytalk1071.com on the Donna and Steve show links page. Ugh, Bobby. Bobby. Thank you. I'm sorry. I didn't know you, Bobby, but That's I do okay. now. You're my new favorite. When am I going to meet Bobby? Uh, um, when is the world going to get back to normal? 2022, Bobby. It's me. It's you. It's Donna. <laughs> some beers. Oh, I'm going to see Bobby uh, in a couple of weeks, I think. Oh, great. There's an open house. Nice. We're going to go to it. An open house. Yeah. Oh, the bassist just came in. I know, right? He just put his <laughs> cigarette out and hey, said, it's Carl, time to play. Thanks for being here. <laughs> What's for lunch? Oh, I don't know. We can't have it, though. We can't Remember, have it. it was just Monday. Boo. We'll have a smoothie. Oh, that sounds like a good idea, Steve. Right. You enjoy that. Um, everybody, Colleen and Bradley are coming in next, but we'll see you back here tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Bye. Bye. If you love to travel, you love cool experiences, I think you're going to love Viator. If you haven't heard, Viator is the world's leading travel experience marketplace. They've got everything from simple tours to extreme adventures, all the cool and interesting stuff in between as well. Well, this year, my wife and kids are making one of my bucket list trips come true. We're going to Sun Valley. So we're going to fly to Sun Valley, and I tell you, the thought of bringing skis, poles, boots, snowboards, everything overwhelming. But that's where Viator came in. They made this incredibly easy. 
I just opened the Viator app, searched Sun Valley, and boom, Viator arranges a first-class experience, custom ski, snowboard, and boot fittings, and tickets delivered right to the condo. It's pretty amazing. Experiences are what we love most about travel. They create these long-lasting moments and make memories that will last a lifetime. Just download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking. One app, over 300,000 experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Bakers, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone.